0: I think you can situate this in a broader trend in that we are now in the era of scams uh, because they're you know they're easy they're reliably profitable and the odds of getting caught like in any meaningful sense go down every year like something like half of all crime reported to the police in England and Wales last year was fraud uh, and uh, they have essentially no capacity to investigate it, and that's just, you know, getting a text message that's like, hey, uh, I'm from HMRC, we need you to log into scams.ru uh, <laughs> and give me your, like, driver's license or whatever. Um, it, it Going up against this kind of shit, you know, where you have to, like, at least you can sit down and explain to a police officer, like, oh, yeah, I, I clicked a dodgy link and I gave a guy my passport number or my bank account pin or whatever. I, explaining what, like, yeah, I got ripped off of like one quintillionth of a Picasso painting it, it, <laughs> in a currency that you've never heard of before. That's that's a much weaker position to start from.
1: Well, I think that doesn't even touch on the idea of like, who knows what the terms of service are for these mm-hmm uh, platforms or whatever you want to call it. Um, you, who knows what these people will like, what rights these people are signing away as soon as they start using these sites. Um, and yeah, I, I, I hear you and I agree with you, but then I also think about previous major, like, I'm not saying we should, there's no way that we could stop all the fraud in the world, mm-hmm. but there's previous examples. Um, Liberty reserve, right. Was the, uh, the dollar derivative online uh, in the in in the early two early aughts, and they they were able to shut that down because a bunch of law enforcement agencies worked together to make it stop. Uh, we haven't seen much of that when it comes to cryptocurrency.
2: Mm. Well, a, a big part of that. Well, there's there's a few things I think we have seen. Right, mm. a big part, but a big part of that is that there in the early aughts there still was uh, or it was um uh. uh it, whatever we call the Financial Conduct Authority back then, there still was not just consumer financial protections, but actual enforcement of, um,
0: yeah, a, y- of
2: regulation. Y- you know and that's just is. been sort of systematically undermined. You know yeah, what it is? And
0: this is, this is the most Alice point ever. They don't let nerds be cops anymore. Uh, you you show up to a police recruitment thing with your little pocket protector uh, and your your big glasses. They just laugh you out of the room. And no, you need those guys. You need the buffin guys. You need the IRS guys. Um, that's why it's such an important part of the like the dark Brandon arc that the IRS has like eighty seven thousand armed special agents. You know. Well,
2: the although where where the US does seem to be willing to sort of step in and regulate is where is not where it sees the possibility of. Fraud, But rather where it sees the possibility of, say, sanctions evasion. So it's willing to come down on tornado. Right. And because that sees that as, well, this is a way in which crypto is undermining our national interest as opposed to, oh, shit, there's like four guys who created, you know, something called like uh, the, uh, the swag chain. That's like leading to an epidemic of people buying, you know, fake sneakers for yeah, thirty thousand dollars.
0: Kind of same with like national security as well. Like if you if you want to like, you know, fund an insurgency using cryptocurrency, you're gonna have a much harder time than if you want to like steal from people. Yeah. Exactly.
2: Um and and you know, I mean, I think you it's in the responses, I think, to the sanctioning of Tornado. I mean, this has actually just come out today. I didn't even prepare it, right? But you know, Coinbase is actually trying to uh, sue the U.S. government to get Tornado unsanctioned, and you know, I mean, I suppose that's you. You never expect. I, I always thought it's funny. Brian Armstrong always said that uh, Coinbase was never going to get political; that it was going to be an apolitical company, totally mission focused. And yet now, I don't know. They seem to be distracted by uh, d- by wokeness and uh, trying to <laughs> undermine U.S. sanctions
1: <laughs> regimes. <laughs> I, I, I'm, I am disappointed that that was the. F- first route seemingly that any of these enforcement agencies went for. Like I, there's much, it, I, we were talking about Tether briefly earlier. You're talking about a stable coin, a dollar derivative that had an $80 billion market cap. No one knows what it's actually backed by. No one knows what's in their reserves in reality. Oh, that's a secret. For all we know, they could have counterfeited 80 billion dollars and nothing happened to them and i think that that's like a tragedy like what how how is that even possible at all
0: what an unimaginative use of counterfeit of 80 million counterfeit dollars that would have been It's just like i've got these million, like north yeah. korean north korean
2: super bills i can do whatever i want uh <laughs> stable coin yeah you know or even even then right like the way i see it right and this sort of leads me into what I want to talk about, about Tether as well. And you can see that, again, in a recent post on the Tether blog. I mean, I, I hate that I'm citing all these blogs. It's just that it's, you know, it's either that or fucking Discord um, with these crypto people. Um, yeah, it's, it's I, a- I saw a TikTok that, that taught me that. Uh... <laughs> yeah, the the, the the tether Paolo um, Ar- Ar- Ardino released a uh, TikTok where he uh, he danced out the new strategy.
0: Yeah, I mean, like the thing is the, yeah. FT, the FT's TikTok <laughs> channel is not only informative
2: journalism
0: but also some great dancers.
2: Yeah, no. Uh, so basically, right, the the new what we seem to be seeing with, with Tether, right, is that they're going for. I think what the ultimate prize for a neoliberal organization or for an organization that is, that is founded in the kind of, you know, neoliberal era, which is to hook itself up to the state in a way that it becomes indispensable, right? To hook itself up to the, um, to the central bank.
0: Well, we know that that's a good business model because it's happened loads of times in England. There's like whole swaths of the government that like worked on this model. G4S used to just do like, security vans, and now they're hooked into the point that they're running prisons. Uh, capita administering whole benefit systems, stuff like that.
2: Yeah. And so I see Tether as trying to do much the same thing, right? So this is what um, uh, Arduino wrote. He wrote, Tether is an important and powerful tool for the United States in maintaining the dollar's role as the most stable, used, and sought-after currency in the world. Referring to U.S. dollar hegemony and the fact that many economies, for many reasons, primarily transact in like black market U.S. dollars, like Cuba, Honduras, to name a few, right? But um, what what do you make of that, right, Kaz? Like this idea that Tether is going to say that it is going to be a tool of U.S. foreign policy?
1: I think that they're making a weird excuse, like bootlicking excuse, right now because when you look at their conduct in general, so we can talk about whether they just talked about how they would not sanction any of these OFAC related um tornado cash uh, uh addresses they're they they were not going to sanction them until they were asked specifically by the treasury or ofac or whoever um so first of all they're I, like how that benefits the u.s i don't see how that's you're wasting taxpayer money to force these regulators to reach out to you and demand that you do something they clearly want you to do already um, so that's first part. Second of all, they've never had any of these these dollar derivatives in any meaningful way audited or examined. So we have no idea what they're backed by. You brought up those North Korean super dollars uh, a few minutes ago. Is that good for the US dollar? Because I, it, it, it's hard for me to buy that. Like The suggestion would be that any dollar, whether it's legal, illegal, counterfeit, it doesn't matter that that's great for the us dollar yeah, because all, all
0: my haters want to be like me right <laughs> right
1: so so the the entire argument is insane to me um but i think they're grasping for whatever they can right now they put out press releases constantly about the good they're doing the reasons they need to exist how they're actually per- perfect and and pivotal uh pivotal for the cryptocurrency ecosystem so
2: in a sense I mean they sort of are pivotal to the cryptocurrency ecosystem they just are.
1: maybe not
2: in the way that they're talking about right not the way they I mean, want I, to admit yeah where it's like it's I always sort of I I there was that one chart I think the, the moment that I went from being a crypto skeptic to a full fucking cynic uh was there was a chart that showed the uh, bitcoin I mean I was a full cynic before that but like the moment where I think it just where I, I, I wanted to shout it from you the rooftops having more
0: pr- to like pretend not to be a hater.
2: Yeah, was that the chart that showed um, the major every at every price rise in Bitcoin corresponded with an identical tether print, <laughs> which is you know just like yeah this is just a circular financing thing essentially. But hmm. what they're doing, but it, and so it it is it, it, and when you drive the value of crypto you what 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 you do is you is you generate the thing that crypto generates which is headlines and hype and then you <laughs> and then the actual value productive activity of the cryptocurrency ecosystem the only one it has kicks in it which is kind of kick, bringing it, in, in the money of suckers this,
0: kicking in this kicking over this rock and being like what actual economic activity are you guys doing under there? Um, yeah. And the answer appears to be
2: scams. Yeah, the the answer is a tr- advertising itself to a bunch of people, Mark either Warburg on the basis of, for some reason, yeah, or on the basis on the basis either that um, there is some utility in this, or on the gamble that there's going to be a greater fool after you that you can unload it on.